Welcome to Pull the Pin Ready War Room Edition. I'm your host, Jim. With me as usual is Mike, and our special guest today is Philip. Hi. <laughs> oh, we love it. We love it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't somebody need to hold up some cue cards or something. <laughs> He does it to everybody. Yeah, it's his job to, to, to go after I introduce. He does it to everybody. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. All right. Y'all ready to pull the pin? <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick one. Yeah, y'all know, right? <laughs> okay, Philip, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Philip. Uh, I am an Army veteran, 13 years. I've been stationed in Fort Sill, Oklahoma. I've been stationed in Babenhausen, Germany. been stationed in Montebello, Germany. I've been field artillery the entire time as a 13 Mike. Uh, unfortunately, after the 13 years, uh, had an injury I couldn't recover from, so I ended up with a medical discharge. So uh, that's all I'm going to share today. Um, but if you have any questions? Is is your is your injury related to anybody in this room here? No. <laughs> I can imagine no. that's something I couldn't. Come but, from. but that's a very good question because it's a, a good possibility. Yeah, but, it, yeah. but not this not this particular injury. No. Oh. Mm. Oh, my, so mental, my mental my uh, mental status shit. could be oh, attributed to him. So. <laughs> I was about to say, so no mental injuries. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Go ahead, Jim. Sorry about that. I was going to ask you, what, what made you pick artillery? Oh, man, that's, a, that's an interesting story. So, I did not necessarily pick artillery. <laughs> my, my intent was to go into a computer programming. You know, so I'm just walking down the street and, and uh, with a friend of mine and uh, we see the Uncle Sam, we want you want you sign. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to go check out what they're talking about, you know. And um, so he's like, OK, so I, I go upstairs and um, talking to the recruiter. And he's like, oh, what do you want to do? I said, I want to get into computer programming. He's like, cool, well, let's we'll get you on this computer over here and uh, have you take a test. <laughs> You know, so I took the test and he's like, Wow, oh, that's awesome. You you could go with the programming. I'm like, Okay, great, whatever, you know. And he's like, Oh well, we can get you out of here in about six months. I'm like, uh, six months. Yeah, would you gotta leave it tomorrow, right? <laughs> I got to get out of here, you know. And I'm, I'm, I'm in Brooklyn, New York at the time, you know, you know, just just troubled, troubled you, you know. And uh, I just said, "What do you have? Leave it tomorrow." And he's like, "Well, I can't get you out of here that quick." And uh, he he looked some stuff up and said, "I could get you out of here in two weeks." Field artillery, they got computers there. <laughs> They never gonna see it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's gonna be a 13 November. It's a nuclear missile. They got computers inside the tanks, and I'm like, yeah, you know, gonna be a computer program inside the tank. So that's how I got into uh, field artillery. Well, that's fascinating because usually most guys get sold by those little movies they show you on how cool your job's gonna be in the no. military. Yeah, you, you all I wanted market? was computers, and he, he sold me on the computer inside the tank. That's yeah. what he got me on. 
Yeah, they showed me the video of the. Uh, they asked me what I wanted to do when I went in, and I told them military police and. Yeah, okay, hey, but let us show you the, and they tried to get me to go, you know, it was 11 Bravo back then, the grunts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, I want military police. And then they killed me another video. I, I think it was field artillery at the time, showing me all this stuff blowing up. Oh, man, you get to do this, this. And I was like, nah, I want military police, you know? And then he said, okay. And that was it. Military police or did, did they ask you those questions at the end? I remember they asked me some questions. Like one of those questions is like, if the, somebody had to push the button or something, would you push the button for a nuclear? It was some crazy like yeah. that. Yeah, would you, that? Like, yeah, like, would you have an issue or something like that? And I was like, no, no, push the yeah. button. I hesitated. Yeah. They almost kicked me out of there. Oh, yeah? I was like, you don't know, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't recall that question, but you know. Well, no, because you were just you were just like a little cannon puncher. So, yeah, that's a responsibility <laughs> for us guys, like us military police guys. You know? Yeah, yeah, we're high level. <laughs> Can you imagine what all the doctors and like the, the people who really dealt with nuclear stuff? What they're saying about us? Yeah, oh, no, no, they're the level. ones. Yeah. They're the ones running for the bunker while we're the yeah. idiots pushing the buttons. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you guys need to push these buttons. We'll be like. <laughs> All right, Philip. What else you want to talk about today? The floor is yours. Well, um, I actually got a question from a niece of mine who's uh, in college, and she was asking. She had to write a paper about why sexual assault exists in the military, even with all the training and education provided Mm. uh, to the soldiers and Marines. And I just thought that was an interesting topic. Did she, she, she wasn't in the military, right? She is currently in the military. Oh, she is? So she got the training too? Did she, did she get better at it after the training or? Get better at sexual. (laughs) Isn't that what military training's about? Don't they train us to get better at things? (laughs) Well, I guess in this instance, uh, the training would be how to prevent. Oh, that that training. My bad. Yeah. Well, can I just get? Well, go ahead. I don't really. I, I don't like the question at all. You know, I don't even like the question of like, why, you know, why, why this exists in the military? Because the, the question in itself is an issue for me because it implies that there's, it shouldn't exist in the military because, you know, military personnel have a like morally superior to civilians. I mean, I don't understand like why, why, why wouldn't they think this is going to exist in the military? You know, um, and, and just being a veteran, I know that there is no moral superiority in the military. You know, you may you may be able to uh, resist certain temptations uh, while you're in the military, uh, but I think most of that comes through fear of punishment. Uh, but when you get when you get people in a position where they think they can get away with something, then their true self is going to come out. So just asking, so just saying why why it exists, 
that it's just not a valid question to me. It exists because it exists everywhere else. So there's no reason it wouldn't exist in the military. And, and to get back on the point of uh, the training, it's like, would it, how do you, I mean, they're, they're not training people to not sexually assault someone. You know, you don't get that kind of training. Let me, let, let us explain to you how not to do this. I mean, it's, that's not, I mean, you can train on what's considered uh, sexual harassment, you know, I mean, because I've given that class before, you know, um, and I like to call it a class as opposed to training. It's just, it's a class. This is what's considered sexual harassment. Well, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that answer that, uh, well, kind of, well, counter that other point you made where there's no, you don't train how not to do it because um, you do have some idiots out there, let's say, right? They just don't know. Uh, whistling at women, that's considered sexual harassment. Some people might not know, but once they receive the training, they might... <laughs> Hold, on, Mike. What? Hold on, Mike. Let, I'm going to bust the bubble on this right now. I'm going to oh. explain the real truth of this. Oh, God. You going Sex- back to the bathroom? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Sexual harassment only applies to ugly people. Otherwise, it's flirting. <laughs> and I know you can't deny it. Neither one of you can deny that because you've seen it happen where it works because two people are attracted to each other. But when now, it I'm doesn't work, this. it's because somebody's I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I actually had a woman <sighs> tell me that it, sexual harassment, it, it, is, it is relative, you know, to how, how the person being harassed feels about the harasser. <laughs> You know, even if it's, they don't have to have a personal relationship, they don't have to have a sexual relationship. Um, it, it, I mean, it could be, like, and I'm just going to use men towards women because that's that's where it happens the most. Um, some men really just come off as creeps, you know, and 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 I, you know, I've I've seen it happen in the workplace where, you know, a guy would make a comment and. I mean, the woman is just taken aback. Like, you know, who, where, how, where does he even, how does he even feel like he has a right to to say that to me? You know, um, and and it's a legitimate, it's a legitimate feeling. I mean, you can't take away, you know, regardless of the reason that they're. Uh, they feel harassed. It's still legitimate, you know. But, but Philip, Philip, I, w- I want to know because I, I mean, in artillery, you went through training, right? Let's say you have a target out there. Don't you have to walk those rounds in to your target? Well, Let's say you're off I was, target. I was, I was uh, <laughs> Lance missiles and, and then uh, MLRS. Oh, so yours were pinpointed right on target, but right. at some so, point, yeah, I'm I'm a good I'm a good twenty kilometers away, so yeah. But at I, some I, point, someone who created that had to figure out how to pinpoint that target, and that's what we teach yeah. our soldiers, right? So if the sexual harassment doesn't work on the first girl, you keep trying until you hit your target, right? I mean, but somebody's going to say I yes. Mean, <laughs> I mean, have you ever have you ever like? really looked at the type of training. I mean, the, the training is given on like an eighth grade level. 
you know, this make is not some for, advanced. The military guys. is not giving some advanced class on sexual harassment. I didn't hear what you said. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. good. Keep it going. Keep it going. You're, good. You're on to something. You're on to something, Philip. Man, I, I saw the way both of you laughed, and I'm like, that was probably funny, but I didn't hear it. So. <laughs> but my thing is, my the reason I'm saying that is because. I feel like 95% of the training really comes from your upbringing. I mean, it's like, it's not even, it's not, it's not even advanced training, you know, this should just be from your upbringing on how to respect another person. So would you say that uh, they're just. And I'm just uh, talking about harassment. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I got you. So I don't know how to put this. Uh, should it be or can, can you say that the train this ninety five percent you mentioned is it just re- reinforcing uh, your own morals, values, or whatever? Your own? I would. Yeah, know. like I, I don't yeah. think it's. I don't think those are just standard, you know, morals for everyone. So no, no, no. That's I mean, yeah, it may that's be what reinforcing it if you already have those morals. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because it's like it's so standard. Let's say. That I think if you have those morals, you shouldn't need reinforcement. But go ahead. What's your question? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you you shouldn't need training. You shouldn't need training. What you saying? So everybody should be able to opt out. You should be the clip out of it. Back in the day, you did a clip, you know, clip test. You know. well, yeah. we, did, we did make there's a huge distinction between sexual assault and sexual yeah. harassment. I mean, yeah. we can all know that sexual assault still could be misunderstood. It could be, you know, falsely accused and it could be misunderstood because two consenting adults could turn into a sexual assault when she changes her mind. But in reality, that's kind of something people should really know better, you know, for the majority of that. Sexual um, harassment to me is really dependent on the scenario and the people. And that's why I kind of think it's bunk. I really am not a fan of the whole thing. Like, I understand, like, whistling may not be a thing you do to women, you know, but in some cultures, maybe that's normal. You know, in in some communities, maybe that's how they communicate. Yeah, but we're talking the military uh, community. Well, right, right, but but based on what Philip's saying is people are bringing that into the military. They're bringing oh, okay. their culture, they're bringing whatever they've learned, whatever their comforts love, they're bringing that into well, the military. Yeah, that's where I was going with that. It's like you have so many different cultures, right? So many different type of communities. So, but when you come into the military, they're going to give you their standard right. on what sexual harassment is and that's how they try to prevent it. Hey, just in case you you grew up in Brooklyn where, you know, Philip grew up and you want to whistle at women, nah, you can't do that here. You know? That's where, that's where I was going with that. And that's fair. I think that's fair. It's fair to teach, you know, people what the expectation is, but it also needs to be defined and who's defining it. Yeah. But going back to both of your points uh, earlier when you said, uh, cause I've also seen it where somebody can do something and it's not considered uh, harassment, but then if someone else does it based on that physical attraction, you guys both alluded to it. Right. And um, now, Whoa, Oh, why is he doing that to me? Nah, now nah, I gotta report this. Well, damn, you just you just did it. You ain't, you ain't said nothing last month when so and so did the exact same thing, right? Like, and he, you've seen like, a lot of that. He cute. I've seen it. 
You know, I've seen, it up front. I've seen it happen up front within a five minute span. Yeah, yeah, it's like I've seen it. So that's why, like what you were saying, Jim, it's like uh, I can see why people don't. They don't even want to like believe in it or you know just say nah. I think. Well, I, I just I, I really like I like Jim to explain what you mean by it's all bunk. I mean, what do you like? All like it just it's just not a thing. I don't know what you. Well, mean it's it. not that it's not a thing. It's just it's so due to the perspective or the perception of the person receiving it that it's very hard to enforce anything like that. It's just like hate speech. To me, it's the same thing. Like right now, you're looking at me mean. That's hateful to me. <laughs> you see what I mean? I that get that looks, all day, but yeah, that, that is hateful to me. But should you be accountable for that? Nah, come on, it's you know, as long as you don't touch me, or, or you know, force me to do something that I don't want to do, uh, I don't care how you look at me. I mean, if you say something mean to me, you're just a mean, nasty person. You know, if you whistle at a girl, what an idiot. You know what I mean? It, it it really shouldn't go as far as they're trying to take it is what I'm saying. Well, but I think that's why, like, the, the standard in most organizations is the person or the, the alleged offender, you know, the first thing or they, the alleged victim, the first thing they ask them is, well, did you tell them to stop? Right. Because now if they continue to do it, now it's a problem. Right. I mean, unless, unless it's physical... You know, if, it, if it's just, you know, speaking or looking at you weird, I don't know, but, <laughs> but, you know, which I'm still, I'm, that's just the, I, I get that all day, honestly. Man, why he looks so mean? Like, really? Yeah. I didn't, didn't realize that. But, uh, you know, uh, but that's why they asked him, did you tell him to stop? And once you, once you tell him to stop and they continue, yeah. Then it becomes an issue because well, that's, now you're aware. That's harassment. I mean, there's laws that's against harassment. that. <laughs> there's yeah. laws yeah. about harassing people. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to add the word sexual and call it a thing because there's actual thing for that. Right. Sometimes they call it stalking. And I think that's why the military, they, what they do is they want to uh, create that standard. So they're trying to prevent or, yeah, they're trying to prevent the escalation. Because right. they don't always say uh, stop or no, I don't like that. Hey, leave me alone. They don't always do that because sometimes, and you know, I'm sure you have also. Well, both of you been in the military as a, a non-com, so you probably seen it where somebody said, "Hey, he did this or this happened to me." Well, did you tell him to stop? No, but last year it all started last year when it was like, "God, man, really?" You know, but they never said anything, so things started to escalate. You know, right. and I always saw that as a problem. You know, but that's the, what I always say, just speak up. The recipients need to be educated, too. I mean, they need to be educated as far as, you know, obviously, just because you don't like something doesn't mean you could just go run and tell you got to tell them to stop. I mean, they need to understand that, too. And if yeah. you don't have the, you know, the if you're afraid to tell at a retribution or something, then you need to go find somebody you trust or find some way to to get the message across. Or I don't know. I mean, intimidation is possible. But then it'll lead to well, something. Intimidation more. is definitely possible. So let's let's go back. Let's let's go back to the, the original question: Why it exists? So well, I think you reason. I think you answered that one. No, no, <laughs> I, I don't think I did. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I, I thought did. I thought because you needed to practice. <laughs> I mean, stalking. What is stalking really? Stalking is personal surveillance for statistical purposes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Isn't it? That's so a this, this one might this one people might take a little uh, 
personal or might take offense to. All right. So, but this is my belief um, based on my experiences in the military. Now, I think it is <laughs> the 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 attitude of the military uh, and the men in the military is that they are superior to women, right? Now, me coming from field artillery, which was, I mean, if, if we had women in our unit, they were either personnel, a medic, or the cooks. That's right? what we call queen for the day. Queen for the cook. All, all the women in those units were queen for the day because even the ugly ones get to pick. <laughs> so are we, are we going to have a disclaimer that... Uh... <laughs> well, well, but no, let, let's be real. Like, let's, let's think about this. Think about this from a psychological level. Oh, God. Let's just say you are an insecure or ugly or whatever you want to call yourself woman. And I'm only using women because, like you said, it's more common mm-hmm. for men to sexually harass. And you like the attention. I mean, I have talked to so many women that talk about, oh, go in the military and be with all those men. And, you know, like they, they talk like that. So what do you think you're promoting when you go in and you're with these people? You have to hold a standard as well. If you're going to expect the men to hold a standard, you need to as well. And you can't be flirtatious in front of people or men and expect them not to be flirtatious back. You okay. can't walk in. But and I make- think for, for the purposes of this conversation, I just <laughs> I don't I want to say that the woman is totally innocent. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, because we we can we can scenario this to death. So I'm just gonna say the woman is totally innocent, and 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 the man is the harasser. Right, but it's because we 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 are. It's ingrained in us that we we are superior, not necessarily to women, but just superior. So even and and from our understanding, you know, like things are changing now. But even even with the PT scores, you know, back in the day, you know, the women the women had to do less, you know. Uh, and and why, you know, but I'm not saying I disagree with it, but that right there would give you this, this feeling that, you know, I'm, I'm bigger, I'm better, I'm stronger than women. That's why they have to do less to be here than I do, you know, and, and, you know, and it, and it's all fine and dandy. And, and I'm telling you, I'm coming from a side where I, I listen to my 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 soldiers or my colleagues. Uh, I don't even know how we used to call them, but I'm in the civilian world now. So yeah. <laughs> we was a colleague, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, but you hear them speak and, and, and the, the male chauvinism that comes out just so naturally. And, and, and you better not even think you know, to challenge it, you know, because it's all about this camaraderie or this, this yeah. cohesiveness. And, I you mean, know, you can uh, go back three minutes on this show. Go back three minutes on this show and listen to Jim. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, but come on, you got to be fair. I mean, look at society. Like, we've, it's always been the men who have had to find the woman and then make the family. 
it's always been that way. It wasn't women going out and saying, hey, let me pick the man. Let me. So the men had to go out and find the women. And either they were given uh, uh, according to, you know, whatever tradition they went by, or the man had to go meet the women and prove themselves. So they had to make a move. How do you expect men, even in this day and age, how do you expect men to meet women? I'm afraid to talk to single women in the grocery store because I might sexually harass them. Like, I can't even say hi. Oh, that was a smile. That was a... How are men supposed to do that? Wait uh, I think that's a little exaggerated, but... Um, what, 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 you're telling me my experience at the grocery store is exaggerated? Well, you weren't there? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Dude, I'm living this, Philip. Philip, I'm living this. I'm a single man meeting beautiful women in the grocery store, and I can't even ask them about what type of mayonnaise to buy. So has it happened to you that someone uh, accused you of sexual harassment? No, no, it hasn't happened because I don't do it. I don't that do it, though, you're, but I, I you're don't take the chance. You're just assuming it would happen, it's, it, but it hasn't happened. You're just assuming it would happen. Well, that and the fact if they say something, then I must be ugly, and I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just trying to go back because you said, you know, you were experiencing it, but then you said it hasn't actually happened to you, so I don't know. Well, I'm experiencing the the, the regret, or not regret, the fear of, of doing it yeah. because of the yeah. The potential repercussion. Yeah, well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not ugly. Well, well, if I'm not ugly, I'm funny. If I am funny, then you're not funny. Uh, <laughs> one of us is good looking, and one of us is funny. So <laughs> that's why we have guests, Philip. So yeah, you exactly. Got to balance it out. You got to balance yeah. it out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ne- I'm neither. So. Whatever. <laughs> The, the why is there sexual harassment still in the military after all the training is not uh, a well, fair one, question. It's not actually training and it's not actually education, but, mm. you know, um, I mean, I don't even know what kind of training there could be, honestly. You know, it's like, I mean, if you look at, hmm. I mean, and I just want to get back to, to the culture of it. So, I mean, anytime uh, a crime, you know, that go and it, and it goes national, and it's committed by a, a member of the military. I mean, civilians, I mean, they are like totally shocked by this. Like, oh my God, like a soldier did this, you know? Yeah. As if it's not, like, like if it's just not supposed to happen. I mean, it's not supposed to happen at all, but no way this is supposed to happen to a soldier, you know? And I, and I never understood that, you know? It's, it's almost like, it's almost like giving soldiers this celebrity status because it's the same thing when, when, when you see something uh, when a celebrity commits a crime and people are just so shocked as if they aren't just people, you know, like, like all of a sudden, you know, morals come with money or, or morals come with, you know, camouflage or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's not, they don't all, you know, they don't just come with it, you know? I think it goes person, back to that hero status. Person. Say what? Is I think it goes back to that hero status, you know. Also, right. I mean that from the civilian side. Yeah, you know. And then, yeah. like I have the same conversation. And I always say, you know, you know, you ever heard of Leavenworth? You ever heard of Mannheim? <laughs> you, you, you know, and it's like there's a reason they're all not psycho, right? But I, but part of it, but I, I also don't think <laughs> they know about it. Civilians, that is. Well, that that's where I'm going, but you know, I gotta be a little careful here. So I don't, <laughs> I don't want to. I mean, I, I think that not everything is reported. 
because mm. the military still has a Control. reputation. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's, it's no different set. than any other organization where if they can sweep something under the rug, they're going to sweep it under the rug. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so the civilians don't see it all. Right. I'm going to take a, a bold stance against this hero status. And I don't, I don't think it's about the hero status. And the reason I, I say that is even as law enforcement, whatever, once you, you're, you're a person or a person of trust, you know, I don't look at celebrities like I do military because celebrities are just that they're celebrities, military, you're trusting them to look out for your best interest. So I think people hold them to a higher standard, just as military police over an artillery. Like we expect you guys to screw up because we're the ones arresting you all the time, but we're harder on our own people because we are in a position of trust where we can ruin your career. So we have to have a higher standard, whether we we are, are human or not. I mean, you could take, you know, Philip out of Brooklyn, but you can't take Brooklyn out of Philip. Right. But when Philip puts on his Brizard and he's acting in, in the in the capacity of a law enforcement with the authority and 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 he goes out and performs his duties, he is supposed to be at a higher standard. He can't be harassing people because he's got the he's he's got an easy path to it. Well, I disagree with the statement of like we can ruin help ruin their career or whatever. All I did was respond to an incident. I never told people to go out there and commit crimes. I just want that on record. Yes, but I'm saying <laughs> if you were to sacrifice or bring your Brooklyn out. Mm-hmm. You could change the whole dynamics and yet you would protect yourself and who would take the fall? The guy on the other end of the authority. And you I don't can't know take mean. the Brooklyn out of me. I mean, I, I got into three fights in basic training. Oh, well, shit. So that you could beat Brooklyn. it out of you. That you was the, beat Brooklyn the Brooklyn coming out? out of me. <laughs> All right. Good to know. We could beat the Brooklyn out. So anybody you meet from Brooklyn... <laughs> There's and, a way. There is. There I, got, is I got lucky. I actually got lucky because one of my drill sergeants was from Brooklyn, and he pulled me in. Was that your first beating? No. <laughs> <laughs> Took his round brown off and said, "I'm just gonna talk to you, man to man here, you know." And he's like, "Let me tell you something. Everything can't be fighting words, you know." It was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I, I did have that attitude, like, you know, what you, you, you're talking to me, you know, and it's like, you know, everything was fighting words, you know, yeah. and, uh, and, and, and that really helped me understand, you know, and it was, it was amazing for me because once I realized, once he told me he was from Brooklyn and he proved it, you know, and uh, I was like, wow, okay, I guess, you know. You can be a normal person, you know. So let's let's look at that. Let's look at that perspective. Okay, let's 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 do that because there's a great analogy right here. So you came in with a predetermined culture of fighting, and yeah. you went through basic training, and it, you said three fights you were in. Three fights, even with a good stern talker to from a drill sergeant, and it took you all that to break your cultural habit of treating everything as a fighting word. And you think you're going to take a guy from the street? and make him sexually harassment aware by a briefing once a year? Hell no. Yeah, I, well, that was my point is, I don't right. think yeah. it's really training. Yeah, it's not, you know, <laughs> that's just not gonna happen. You know, yeah. this, is, this is who he is, you know. It's a check the block. <laughs> you need more role playing. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, you know, sometimes that, that actually works because yeah, I actually it. did it 
it was a little harder when when I gave that training because, like I said, we and when, when I was doing it, we had one female in my unit, so I had to have males acting like females. Oh god! So, so, so you on. started it. Okay. <laughs> so come on, let let's be real. Let's be real. What is the percentage of men that report se- being sexually harassed by a woman in the military? Oh, Any, anywhere. <laughs> Well, I just, I mean, but I'm just saying in the military, I think it would be less than it would be in the civilian sector. Agree, which is even low in itself. Yeah, right. yeah, it's still low. But. I mean, I could tell you, I could tell you, I was in a club one time, right? And I'm minding my own business because I don't dance. And and once I stopped drinking, my dancing looked a lot worse to me. Um, but I'm dancing up against the wall by myself, and there was a woman that approached me. All right, I'm not gonna tell you. Well. Okay, she, she was look? a big girl. She was a big girl. <laughs> big, big girl. And <laughs> okay, like, we got it. Okay. She comes up in front of me and she starts dancing and she's like, You want to dance? I was like, I am dancing. She goes, You want to dance with me? I said, I am dancing. And uh, I didn't report her. I didn't even get her kicked out. I was just like, uh, Okay, thanks. I mean, it scared me, but I still didn't report her. So it scared you? Really? Oh, it scared I mean, me. I mean, I, could, well, I was afraid I couldn't breathe. Okay. So yeah. You, you, <laughs> I'm not a very big guy. I mean, I'm tall, but I'm not a very big guy. So when anybody's up against me like that, I'm like, whoa, slow down. So, I mean, yeah. but did you, but, okay, but you were, you were afraid because of her size. You weren't really, you didn't really feel threatened like she was going to do something. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, I wouldn't. No, okay. and he, you know, even if she did, unless she punched me, then I would be like, whoa, even then. Right, so, but I think that's back, the right? difference. That's the difference between when a woman reports that she feels threatened, you know, um, uh, not not just you know he's too big for me. He might crush me up against the wall, but no, they actually feel threatened. You know, but have, so have you ever felt harassed to the point where like um, you felt your job might be in 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 jeopardy or yeah? Promotion I mean, or? I think even even Mike and I um, when we were Fort Hood, I'm sure he doesn't remember this, but I had two two female soldiers working for me and both of them I thought were so high speed. They were both my team leaders. So I had enough faith and confidence in them that I put them in charge of teams. And then when they went on the road, they wanted to ride together. And I said, no, you can't do that. I said, you are two experienced people. We need to separate you. And, and, you know, I had some other reasons which you might not agree with, but uh, I personally believe you need to separate your assets. So if you have women on one thing, you need to separate them because sometimes you go to domestic and women don't want to talk to a man policeman. So it's better to have them separate. You know, you can call it sexist or not, but with my experience, that was valid. Well, they went and complained on me, probably because I didn't let them work together. But I literally could have lost rank, lost a lot because those two went and complained on me. It was unfounded, of course, you know, they, they obviously saw my side of it, but it was that alone that like, I never thought that would have been threatening, but they complained. And because they were women and because they had that, that uh, lopsided effect, because most men don't complain when women, you know, do anything like that, it was believable, but it really wasn't true. So that was just like a, more like a discrimination complaint, not yeah, a sexual Sure, but I mean, yeah. they could have turned it sexist. I, I wasn't sexual. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I didn't find any of them, you know, like it wasn't, you know, sexual in nature or anything like that. But, you know, it was still sort of a discrimination or, or you know, it just the point I was getting at is, is the leverage that they had that right. I didn't have. Right. Well, you did have leverage. The truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you justified your actions. So sure, right. It. 
But if yeah. somebody if somebody above them, like a, like maybe say it was a female sergeant major, command sergeant major, wanted to side with them, she could have determined my career and everything that happened to me right there in that moment. I would have had to fight it twice as hard. Yeah. So. I think. Uh, okay. Okay. I think I think uh, part of the reason that you have less complaints from men, you know, and I think the culture's changing now. But I mean, this the last thing I would want is for another man to look at me like like I, I I feel threatened by a woman. It's like, I mean, that's, you know, it's like, that's that's coming out. So I say the culture's changing now, but there's no way when I was in the military, you know, I was gonna complain that this woman is making me feel unsafe. It's just not gonna happen. I don't care if she pulled a gun on me. I'm not, <laughs> you know, she's not Brooklyn. making me feel yeah. unsafe. They, they, he know. said they beat the Brooklyn out of him. No, they didn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I ain't gonna be no punk. You know, right. what I mean? <laughs> it just wasn't gonna happen. You know, right. there's no way that would that it wouldn't even I wouldn't even consider it. Not even consider it. Now I, I will tell you this: I made a complaint on a, a female um, employee. This was right after the military. He wasn't in Brooklyn, was he? I, I, but the, there was anyway, no Brooklyn and Mike. Nah, no Brooklyn, no Brooklyn. They, they beat it out of me. It's gone. <laughs> but nah, it was we were, we were at the gate doing uh, security, and she had groped me, and I was like, "Yo, what the hell?" And she just smiled. I was like, "Oh hell no, no!" I went and reported it. A lot of guys looked down on me for that, but I said no because yeah. as soon as I didn't, well, did she grope you in the front or the back? Front. <laughs> so, front. So all the goodies. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was swiped like that in a, in a club once, like a credit card from behind. I don't know how, but yeah. But I didn't complain. I, I looked for a dance partner. I was like, whoa. So yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on in your world, but oh, well, you, you know, you're a married guy now. I get it. Yeah. And that's an interesting point too, though. Credit card. Yeah, yeah from the okay. front to the back, you know. Uh, but oh. <laughs> okay. but if, I, I assume, I imagine if you're married, that will change the perspective too. No, 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 not for me. No, because my whole thing was, what can she do with that? Because I did something, she didn't, and I didn't say anything. That, so to me, that gave her power. Right, right. Good you point. Know? And then she goes yeah. bringing up later. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that's a good point. <clears throat> Most guys don't think like that, though. No, no, no. Yeah. They would have they tried to, you know. How late were you in your career when you did that? Like, was that No, this was, I wasn't, I was, that's why I said I wasn't in the military. I was working on a military base, though. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. No mm. security. And she must have been ugly. Was she in the military? <laughs> yeah, we all were. Uh, I think every, everyone there was probably military, yeah. But she yeah. wasn't. No, she we were. No. Ask it, Philip. No. Ask it, Philip. Was she no. ugly? <laughs> Just ask the question. I'm not going to ask that question because it shouldn't matter. That's it right. shouldn't matter. <laughs> but it does. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, I can understand. Not, I was about to say something. I can't. I can't. I can understand why, but it doesn't surprise me that you said a lot of guys got on you about that. That just doesn't surprise me <laughs> yeah. at all. That's, I would have been one I mean, of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, we know. You, no matter. Yeah, Mr. Credit Card. But it doesn't. I would have been, <laughs> been like this one time at band camp. <laughs> I can't share these stories with you. I don't want you to report me. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but nah, I, I just had to do it, man. I, I was like, uh, just thinking so many moves ahead of what she can do with that. And nah, not going to happen. Or she would tell her friends what she really didn't find. <laughs> but I mean, needed half a hand. <laughs> she had small hands. It didn't matter. I also believe that. Uh, <laughs> Philip just rolling with it. Because <laughs> I, I, I have to stop myself from making certain comments, man. It's like. <laughs> I can hear it coming. It's like, okay, I got to get off of that topic mentally, you know. The discipline's yeah. there, though. I got to admit, the discipline. Oh, yeah. I don't have it. I'm telling you, it reminds me of Nate, man. Mm. Nate, <laughs> Nate would be. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> I also believe that uh, it's worse for uh, new recruits. Uh, that come into the military because they like the the females because they all they automatically come in with this false sense of security that these you know these are soldiers you know they they got my back you know they they they're always gonna have my back so regardless of the environment we're in whether we're in the room and we're drinking and if I get too drunk they got my back and it's just a false sense of secure uh, security. You know, because they don't realize that you know these these same soldiers were once you know they they're civilian they were civilians as well and you know whatever their character was then it's still in there you know uh, I mean they they've they've gained a little discipline and on how to control it but under the right circumstances usually with the right amount of alcohol you know the you know whatever discipline they had goes away and now they just become who they were or who they are you know without that discipline Mm. let me let me ask you a question because uh i've heard this thing uh called the rape culture in colleges Mm -hmm. so how would you think that military would even have that kind of rap when colleges are known for this stuff well like i said in the beginning i didn't like the original question because I don't expect it to be different in the military than it is anywhere else. You know, I'm not saying it's worse because they're soldiers. I'm I'm saying it's just like it is anywhere else. You know, despite the fact that they're soldiers. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is a little different. I mean, in, in many factors, but you also have to understand the the ratio of men to women. In the military, it's it's where the term, like I said, queen for the day comes from. I mean, it comes from the point where men act really stupid when that woman shows up. It could be just one woman, even if it's a soldier, no matter you know what it is, men start to act real stupid. So I think the ratio is so far off that these guys, they, they can't control themselves, but they have to because they know that their job, their rank, everything depends on it. So. I think they're probably stronger than we give credit, give credit for. I think uh, sexual harassment would probably run rampant if it wasn't for the military environment. I mean, the fact that you just said uh, they don't because they're worried about <laughs> about their rank, and I mean that that shouldn't even be the thought process. Yeah. They they should just want to be decent human beings. And I agree, you know, but look look around it. you, Philip. Though look around you, if college is producing rape culture. If, you know, the culture itself is all about that. I mean, look at it. some of these foreign countries now. They've got uh, these problems with women and, and 
immigrants coming over there. I mean, if this stuff is all around, why would the military be any different? They have to hold on to something. And you can just make all the assumptions you want about being disciplined. But just like you said, they're not coming in with these character defects just appearing. They've had them. So why would we expect any different? I mean, I, I do expect different because you, you are in the military, but. And you hold them to a higher standard. I would. I mean, I, I personally would, but I think the odds are against them. I think we're setting them up for failure. But that's why I think they're very lenient if, you know, they give guys leave and they go out and do these things that, you know, uh, you know, the, the bad things that guys do when they're out on, you know, leave and whatnot. I think they're a little more lenient with that because they understand when they come back, they have to be something very difficult that defies what they probably were when they came in. Not so would you say that it's just that in the military you probably have more of a fear of being caught rather well, than like in the normal civilian life? Yeah, well, I mean, not like 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 Philip here with his job. I mean, he's got to tiptoe around what he says or what he does. I mean, we all do that at work, right? Because we don't want to lose our job. But if you put Philip back in Brooklyn and a girl walks by, who's he accountable to? Himself. Oh yeah. So he doesn't really have the risk or he doesn't have to be as, as careful because he can be himself. He's not accountable to anybody but himself. So I think the fact that they're in the military, they are accountable. So they do have to be better than they are. Hmm. Hey, Philip, you want to close this out? I think everyone's accountable once they're caught in some in some sense of it, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, even in, even in the colleges, you know, that's why we know about the rape culture, because they've been caught. They've been, you know, punished for it. And, and, and you have being shut down and, you know, um, yeah. so I think everyone's accountable at some point once they're caught. You know, right. or at least or at least once. Um, and I think most of the time females won't even report it if they unless they think, you know, that the, the person will be held accountable. Right. You know, and I think it takes a, it takes them a little while to build up that courage and especially in the military to, to come forward, you know, because depending on who it is, if it's a, you know, if it's a low level, you know, two privates, you know, they probably turn them in in a heartbeat, you know, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but if yeah. it's a section chief or a platoon leader, you know, yeah. or, or commander, you know, I mean, I can, I can, when I was in Montebello, Germany, you know, we had, um, like 65, it, it was a, it's a German, we were actually on a German base and we just had a couple of buildings on there. And uh, so we had a total of 65 soldiers at the most and maybe three women, you know, uh, one, one in personnel, two were cooks. And going back to what Jim said earlier, because of that, that ratio, you know, I remember when, the, you know, you got a bunch of like, you know, 15 single guys and we find out, oh, there's a new, <laughs> a new woman coming to the unit. Yeah. It's like, you know, I got, I want to be the first one, you know, and it's like, you just have this, this deal, like, you know, um, because you, you know, we just didn't have, and the fact that she's American, you know, so I'm mm-hmm. stationed over in Germany and you're like, you know, you're tired of that, you know, so you finally you got an American uh, female coming to the unit, you know, so yeah, she did get a lot of attention. And she ended up uh, being with the uh, um, one of the platoon leaders, a lieutenant, you know, and yeah, it ticked us all off, you know. <laughs> 
Ticked, ticked, ticked us off. Like, why is this lieutenant who's married, at, by the way, oh. and, and, he's, and he's with, you know, this private, you know? And, man, I, the stories I could tell you about that, but he ended up getting kicked out, you know, uh, because he, he just went way overboard and, um, I mean, trying to use other soldiers to help cover what he was doing. And if they didn't do what he wanted them to do, you know, like don't don't report that I came into the building tonight. You know, oh. like he, would, he would come into the barracks and go up to her room and okay. uh, he done told his wife he had 24-hour duty and he'd go spend the night, you know, and wow. oh, you better not write down on, on, you know, on the report that I was in the building, you know. And, uh, yeah, that's some, that's some hubris with Doka. Oh, he, he did that to one soldier that he just happened to to piss off, and so yeah, that that's when he got busted. That he got busted, you know, because while he was up there sleeping, you know, soldier made a call to the commander and the first sergeant, and they came up there and drug him out of her room. So, um. Wow. I, I forgot where I was going with that because it was such an interesting story. But <laughs> do, do, do you realize that I think probably I don't know about you, Mike, but I can tell you a couple stories like that. I oh, mean, yeah. So I think it's more common than, than we even want to admit it is. Yeah, I'll even, admit it. Even married. But that's men. what I mean. Even, you know, it, it, it that's where I was going with it. I felt we've even some of the soldiers that we were all like, you know, E2, E3 at the time. We felt like she was being forced, like like she couldn't even like hang out with us. She had to stay in her room. Only you know, only came out her room to see him, and, you know. And it was like, wow, I can't. You know, we even couldn't believe it at the time. But we, you know, most of us wouldn't report it because you know we don't want to get in trouble. He's a lieutenant, you know. And so you don't we're not going to say anything. You don't think she has any accountability in this? You think she was just a a victim of this? I thought she absolutely one hundred percent victim. Absolutely. Hmm. That's why I said I think they, you know, they're, they're even more uh, vulnerable when they first come in. I mean, she's a private coming into a unit, you know, that's 90, 95% men and and who she, there's no protection for her. There's no one. She, who is she going to go talk to? I mean, she wouldn't. I, I can't even imagine she would feel safe talking to another man, especially when all these other men, us, knew it was happening and we weren't saying anything, you know? So, oh yeah, I believe she was 100% victim, 100%. I wouldn't give her 100%, but you're a generous man, it appears like. I wouldn't give her 100% (laughs) because just like you came from Brooklyn, she didn't just walk out of her egg and said, hey, look, I'm in the military. No, she knew what men were. She knew what all this stuff was. She may not know what the military environment was. She may not understand the rank structure and the culture inside of the military, but she knows what men do. I think because she knew rank structure. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. A private? Nah, dude. Yeah. She understood that. No telling what he said to her. Yeah. You know, when I when I saw when I when I saw a uh, uh, sergeant, female sergeant, and she's messing with, you know, um, a lieutenant, first lieutenant, you know, whatever happens to her just happens. I mean, that's just, you know, you should know better because you yeah. have to be in for a while to, to make it up to sergeant. You know, but when I see it as a, a private coming in, nah, that that's one hundred percent victim. I mean, but I would even go as far as saying that even if she was male, 
and that male lieutenant took advantage of her, I would call him a victim as well. It's not just because she's a female. Yeah, I'm no, no. Because of her status. I agree. You know, brand new privates are more vulnerable. And, I, and that's why I said I wouldn't give her 100 percent. But I definitely agree with you. She's definitely in the 90, 90 some odd percent. But I, I have to think that at some point she could have easily stopped it at any time and, you know, done, done whatever. I mean, so there, there can't be 100 percent to me ever. Mike's okay. the only thing that gets 100 percent. And he's usually 100 percent wrong. <laughs> And I agree with you 100% on that. <laughs> and that's a great segue to close this thing out close here. And after Mike gets his door closed, we can close this out. The kids are um, It's got to be every show, every every war room. We got to have something. Um, so, Philip, as I explained, at the end of every show, we like to give our guests a chance to uh, just give a little rant, you know, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. And you can take it away from there. But before you do that... We will uh, tell you thanks for coming in case Mike tries to cut us off or jump in in the middle of it. So, guys, you got two minutes, three I, minutes. I did it one need. time. I did it one time. <laughs> have you guys heard of this before we go there? Um, that they're about to have six events for the PT test? Yeah. I, I, I heard did, there was just, a big change, but I didn't yeah. know what they were. Yep. And it's it's all it, and it's it's not going to be based male female. It's going to be based on your job. So like, Whoa. Field, field artillery. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I thought your job was a soldier first. Yeah. That's hey, why we I, all go I'm, to basic training. Don't, don't don't fight me. I'm just a messenger. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so like uh like a field artillery would have a different would have different uh, set of standards for the same events than say paralegals. Wow. Philip, Philip, let me, let me just retract for one second. Okay. <laughs> Do you not watch the movies? Every messenger gets their head cut off. They get <laughs> Why would we not fight you? That is the message that we are returning. Was to kill the messenger. Yeah, that's right. Obviously, he never saw 300. Exactly. <laughs> and that messenger never made it back. Never made it I'll, back. I'll remember that next time if I come on. Next time, I'll remember that. Just okay. Don't, don't get any message. All right. Okay. <laughs> forget, the pull, forget the PT test. Give us a pull the pin so we can send you on out and you can go be your own messenger. Pull the pin. <laughs> See, I, I wish I had been. Uh, I wish I had been prepared for this. I didn't know I was going to be a part of the pull the pin. You have to have something that you just irritate. That irritates. I have a lot of things, but like oh, I said, I can't get. Yeah, got you. Got you. Could be got an you. annoying relative. It could be anything. Keep it military safe. You were there. <laughs> Keep it military. I so, thought you were gonna pull the pin on the new PT uh, test. That's what I think. <laughs> okay, I, I could say this. I could say this. I would say the one thing that really, really ticks me off, and I actually said something in a Facebook group, but only because it was private. You know, <laughs> and it's private. It really, now. it really ticks me off when veterans claim a political affiliation for all other veterans. So when <laughs> that ticks me off 100%, because just like we started with this topic, you know, it's like, you know, we, we all 
are individuals when it comes down to it. We are all individuals. So you have your Republicans, your Democrats, you know, you got maybe one or two independents, and then, you know. (laughs) Those are usually the ones that complain when they're sexually harassed, right? (laughs) (laughs) It really, I mean, mean, and, you know, uh, one of my, you know, former army friends um, posted, you know, veterans for, you know, this candidate, right? And of course I, I put the little angry face on it. And then I just, as it quickly, easily, I just found the meme, veterans for this candidate. I'm like, what are you doing? As if that means something. It doesn't mean anything, you know? Mm. And you can find veterans for dogs. I mean, you can find any, I mean, you just, yeah. it, it just irks me that they, and they really believe, oh, well, most military members are gonna vote for this person. Yeah. Most are gonna vote, and it just sounds so ignorant to me that it just, it just, it really bothers me, <laughs> you know? So I wish, veterans would just shut the hell up about their political affiliations. Oh, show's over. Can't say <laughs> when, when, well, when, when they, when they believe that it's shared by the majority of military or, or the majority of veterans. Mm. Good thing we have a disclaimer. I'm not saying don't speak on it. I'm just saying <laughs> you don't thing. speak with a majority. We have oh. a disclaimer in this show. Good thing. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> we don't claim to oh, speak. I'm glad you have that disclaimer too. I think we just been canceled. Some things and I'm just like. I think yeah, we're just canceled. Not me, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was our first episode, wasn't it, Jim? Uh, maybe second. The second? Yeah. I, well, yeah, I think. No, I think it was the first. We, oh yeah, I think we were talking about veterans speaking for veterans, and yeah. then cancel culture was second. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was our first. And even though we do like to generalize and stereotype and things on here, we both recognize that because you got conflicting views right here, all in this room, and we're yeah. all. Veterans, so we know it's not true to ever 100% anything. But Philip, we do appreciate you coming on here. Uh, we Thanks do a lot, man. Again. And uh, you don't get to hear your pool of pins. Watch the episodes and subscribe. Hit the bell to get notifications <laughs> so you don't miss any. And you will see a whole bunch of pull the pins. Uh, or if you come back on a regular episode now, yes, you know, then that's what I love to. But this yeah. one, Philip, is for you. That's it. It's all about you. And. It is all the time we have, so we are going to close. Because if you up. came back, when you come back for a normal episode, then everybody gets. Does he cut you off like this? Yeah, he does. And it's, <laughs> he could have easily told you that after we were done, but no, he wants to drag the show out for a little bit longer. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim. We still sorry, appreciate Jim. you, Philip. We appreciate you showing up. And that is all the time we have for this episode. Thanks for joining us. We hope to catch us next time. Like, share, subscribe, do all that crazy stuff. And until next time, Godspeed. Hey, and pull the pin. Thanks, guys. <laughs>